Welcome, you're listening to a members-only broadcast brought to you by Barnabas Foundation, your trusted ministry partner for planned giving. And here's your host, Kurt Knoll, Director of Member Relations. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Um, Happy January. We've closed out the end of the year here at Barnabas Foundation. We uh, just last week, we finished totaling up all of our numbers for uh, 2008 uh, calendar year. And uh, praise God, we had another absolute fantastic year in terms of gift activity. We thank all of you, our members, for the referrals of the donors you've sent us and the work we've been able to do with the donors. Um, We had a record year in 2017. Brought in $85 million worth of gifts in the door and sent $52 million out the door. It's incredible. Um, And that was with one, in 2017, we had one really big estate that kind of settled in. but in 2018, we brought in just shy of $82 million in gifts and sent out $67 million over 8,700 grants to our to our members and to other charities. Um, and we couldn't be more thrilled. It's really been a lot of fun just to watch um, as the numbers have come out, just the celebration around the office. Um, everybody just gets excited about that kind of number because we, rep- we realize those rec- uh, represent real stories and real lives changed. They do. They do. And that's, uh, that's $67 million that we sent out that we put into work. Mm-hmm. Uh, much of it went into the kingdom, um, and we're saving lives and saving souls for Christ. And so, um, it's a blessing. To do absolutely, this kind of work. It's absolutely fantastic. So we thank you. Uh, we just want to share with that brief update with you all. Um, uh, this morning's topic goes a bit different than gifts. Yes, we're talk about legacy societies. Um, Heather's uh, and I are going to kind of uh, have a conversation about the new legacy kits coming out. As we do so, if you have any questions, feel free to. Type them in right there in the comments. They'll pop up here on my computer. I'll be able to you know, address those questions when they happen. Um, but today, Legacy Societies. Yes. We have a new resource coming out at the end of the month. Yes. We have been talking about this for a long time. It's been an idea that's been um, that's been in the works. And so it's been it's fun to see it finally come to fruition. And I'm, I'm just really excited about releasing the strong numbers. Excellent. Excellent. So how did this whole thing come about, Heather? Well, um, as I mentioned, it has been a topic of a conversation with a lot of our members. Uh, as we've sat down to meet with you and talk about your needs, this will come up over and over again. Uh, legacy societies, what do we do with them? How do we launch one? Uh, we already have one, but we don't know what to do with it. So this has been a frequent topic of conversation. Uh, but the other thing is that we know that this is a critical need to be communicating with um, your legacy donors on a regular basis. We know that that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And we know that also know that a legacy society provides the system and the processes and the resources to do that. And, and yet we weren't seeing active legacy societies among most of our members. Um, so this is something that we've saw that there was a real need. We wanted to make it um, in the past. We've done uh, one-on-one work with some of our members, um, but, but that can be labor intensive and, and therefore costly. So we wanted to do something that was more cost effective and available to our entire membership rather than to a select few. So fantastic. Um, you know, we've talked about legacy societies for a long mm-hmm. time. Um, we've helped a few members launch legacy societies right. and they've had some success with it. Um, but besides our anecdotal information, right. you know, what other research is out there that supports why to have one? Right, so for the, for the creation of this Legacy Society kit, a lot of our work was done by um, Nola Boyer, who a lot of you met at the plan giving, Best Practices in Plan Giving back mm-hmm. in September. Uh, we commissioned her to, she's with Cross International, but also works with a lot of nonprofits, so we commissioned her to do 
a lot of research on the top of legacy society kits and going or legacy societies I should say and go out there and find out what's working what's not uh, she talked with a lot of people uh, we also did pull from our own experience both from working with our members at, at Barnabas Foundation and then of course Jim has a real depth of knowledge having worked at World Vision and with uh, the different members he's interacted with and we also at Olivet Nazarene University where I came from we had a pretty active legacy society so mm -hmm. all of that pulled together there was a lot of collective knowledge a lot of research um, we wanted to pull the best of and, and figure out what's what are the common traits that work in a legacy society okay fantastic so as we think about a legacy society mm -hmm. what's a legacy gift Okay, so a legacy gift, uh, as we've defined it, is really any gift that will be given to your organization after your supporter goes to be the, with the Lord. Um, so we, uh, we look at three categories. We look at gifts and a will are obviously uh, the most obvious type of legacy gifts. But then we would also include anyone that makes a beneficiary gift. So if they plan to leave their retirement assets to you or their life insurance, we would also consider that a legacy gift. And then we would also include um, life income arrangements as a type of legacy gift. Mm -hmm. So if somebody is making one of those types of gifts, they are thinking beyond their lifetime how they want to uh, use their resources to benefit the ministries that are close to their heart. So that's profound. And so we want to make sure that all of those members are included in your legacy society. Okay. So many of our members have these gift notifications. Yes. So in some ways, whether they've created a society or not, they have a society. That's true. So why create the society? You know, I mean, they kind of, you got the gift notifications, you know these people are going to give it to you. What's what the what's the legacy society going to actually do? A more formalized thing, what's it going to do for us? Yeah, so, uh, so at, at its very basic level, the purpose of the legacy society is to honor and thank and uh, your your most close your closest supporters on a regular basis. It's you know we know that we should do it, but it's a matter of getting around to it and and going out and doing that. So Legacy Society provides you the system um, to make sure that that's happening on a regular basis. But um, and we talk about this in the booklet that we'll describe in a little bit. But we've identified five key reasons why you would have a Legacy Society. Um, number one is that it gives you an opportunity to identify those uh, those donors who have already made a legacy, a legacy gift but have not yet informed you. So just by having a society, you give them incentive, incentive for telling you that. Um, so that's number one. Um, the number two reason why we suggest that you have a legacy society is that it invites others to go and do likewise. Um, so we're actually working with Russell James on another project. I think you'll yeah. talk about that in a little bit. Um, but we were just, I was just on a, uh, on a phone call with him the other day, and he was telling Jim and I that the biggest message that he uh, wants fundraisers to hear is um, to help their supporters see people like me do things like this. The more that we can make uh, legacy giving seem normal, and it is, uh, the more that we can broadcast those stories of legacy givers, the more other people are, are likely to say, oh, that's what people do, and that's a creative place that they want to do that. Um, the third, of course, we talked about it allows you an opportunity to steward relationships and, and deepen that relationship with your closest supporters. Um, and then fourth, it helps you maximize their giving potential. Um, so a lot of people are afraid that if I focus on gifts in a will or if I focus on planned gifts of any type that it might take away from their current giving. Um, but we have seen just the opposite. When somebody is deeply invested in you and shows that they believe in you beyond their lifetime, um, their current giving is going to go up as well. And then fifth and finally, um, you want to reduce the likelihood that they revoke that commitment. 
So your closest supporters are probably going to make a gift in their will at some point. So the question is, is it going to be to you? Um, we've seen that our, our crowd that's uh, 80 plus, that they're likely to make one last change to their will. And if they're not hearing from you on a regular basis, they don't feel valued, they don't feel connected. And so um, you, the Legacy Society provides you opportunities to make sure that, that doesn't happen. They're not taking you out of their will. Yeah, absolutely crucial. We talk about this. Uh, in some ways, ad nauseum, sometimes yes. with our members, to say, <laughs> once you have these folks in your legacy society, you have to continually give them a little bit of love. Absolutely. Even if they're giving kind of wanes in later years. Mm -hmm. um, they've loved you for many, many years. The legacy society and the, and the vehicle by which it creates gives you the opportunity to love back on them a little bit and, and constantly remind them that you, you as a charity value them even if they may not be writing that current check to you. Absolutely. I, I've talked about this before, but I think back to the tables I've sat around making decisions about dropping lap stoners. Yep. Um, and I, I wish I had a do-over on those because just because somebody's lapsed doesn't mean they care any less. It could be any number of changing circumstances. It could be that they're on fixed income. It could be that they're in senior care and don't have access to current gifts, but um, but that doesn't mean that they love you any less. And so, um, so you need to continue to communicate with them. And the Legacy Society, again, provides a way for you to do that. Excellent. So um, in the kit, we kind of talk about all the basics, yeah. how to get it started and the rest of it. For our members that already have a Legacy Society, what value are they going to find in this? Yeah, we, um, this has been a, co a conversation that's come up several times when we've met with our members that maybe somewhere along the line, someone knew it was a good idea to have a legacy society and they launched one, but, um, but they, don't, they didn't really know what to do with it and mm -hmm. it just kind of stalled out. So in this book, we talk about quite a bit about how to resurrect a dormant society. And one of the things that, uh, that Jim has talked about, he's actually experienced firsthand. Um, he was somewhere where they had a legacy society. They said, we're going to start over. We're going to give it a brand new name. We're going to launch it. And all that did was create confusion. Um, people are, oh, I thought I was already in this. Why am I getting a new right. club? <laughs> you know? Um, so we talk about in the dormants uh, in the kit to not start over, don't rename it, um, but to just make a, a commitment to communicating on a regular basis from this point forward. So in this kit, we'll give you some very practical ideas about um, what that communication might look like. Okay. So, so as you think about Legacy Society, you've spent time in the last number of months kind of mm -hmm. creating this thing. Um, what do you think are the most important elements to having a successful society? Well, by far is the thing that I just talked about is just having consistent communication. Um, you know, if your donors um, uh, have a lot of stops and starts from you, it just creates mixed messages. The biggest thing to having a successful legacy society commit, uh, uh, legacy society program, I'm sorry, I can't talk today, um, is to have an established communication plan and commit to keeping up with it. Um, so one thing you wouldn't want to do is start so huge and do something that's not sustainable over time. Mm -hmm. It's better for you to implement step-by-step -step small things that I can do this, I can do this quarterly, or I can do this annually to make sure that those donors are touched in a meaningful way. Um, so having that communication plan in place is, is the number one way to have a successful program. Okay. And like our uh, marketing guide, we right. kind of take you through the steps and you can take this legacy society in bits and pieces. You don't have to try to swallow the whole thing at once and and, yeah. yeah. And in fact, um, the, you know, we've treated these as separate products, but really they're intertwined, intertwined yeah. because um, 
the biggest thing in promoting your legacy society is, is actually promoting gifts in a will and life income agreements and, and gifts that go beyond their lifetime. So they go hand in hand. You're not, uh, you will talk about your legacy society, but the biggest thing you need to be talking about is legacy gifts. So our member marketing plan will enable you to do that on a regular basis. And then this kit will supplement that. Excellent. So we talk about this kit. What's in the kit? Yes. So, um, so first and foremost, the, the kit involves a, a sort of a how-to guide, and it has very practical tips. It has ideas on selecting a name, on, on building a brand, on what types of member benefits you might have. Um, all of these are ideas. The, uh, really, the concept behind this kit is that it would spark ideas um, that you are unique to your organization's mission and your, the, uh, the culture of your organization. You can pick what works best for you. So there's a how-to guide that really walks you through all the basics of the best practices. Um, we've also included, uh, included a series of templates for letters mm -hmm. um, so that you could take those and you can personalize those to sound like you. Um, we'll provide them as Word documents. Um, so included in those letters, we have a discovery letter that you would send out to uh, to all of your closest supporters to, to just ask them, have you made a legacy gift? And we would like you to be part of the society. We've also included a welcome letter um, to send out once somebody um, acknowledges that intention to make a legacy gift. There's a letter in there for that. And we've also included an annual thank you, uh, thank you letter. So all of those, again, are templates that you can take and make those your own. Um, we've also included a sample brochure and the copy for that. Um, we had a lot of discussion about whether this should be a customized resource, as you've seen for, for several of other pieces, and we really felt like your, uh, your Legacy Society brochure is something that should uh, be unique to you, and there's so much of the content that, that is particular to your organization, whether it's the member benefits or talking about your mission, that it's hard to make that generic. So what we did instead is we provided you all the basic copy um, as a template that you can add to and fill, sort of fill in the blanks and make it your own. And then we provided you an example of if we were to take that copy and make that into a trifle brochure, what that might look like. Okay. Um, we also included a, we do the, custom, the one customizable resource in this is a reply form that you would include with your discovery letter. Again, what, when we talk about customizable, we'll add your logo, your branding, your contact information, but this is a reply form um, for your donors to declare their intentions. And then finally, um, this is very basic, but we just I included a sample welcome certificate. Uh, again, the idea is that you can take a look at it and look at the language and, and find something that works well for you. Unlike a lot of that other marketing material we produce, which is very similar copy, right. content, this is something so very unique. It needs right. to have the brand and the identity of the organizations, thus making it customizable stuff pretty difficult. Absolutely. You know, we've talked about this for a long time. Like our heart and our, our intent is that your brand should always be up front. And so when we talk about the Legacy Society, we want to make that as user-friendly for you as possible and give you an, as many ideas as possible, but recognizing that this particular piece really needs, your message needs to come through loud and clear. Excellent. So, When's it coming out? <laughs> Always a magic question, and we are we are really in the final tweaks. I just saw uh, I saw a new draft yesterday. Um, the edits are all made. We're just making final tweaks, and so we will be launching this in the last week of January, if not sooner. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, well, again, uh, on behalf of our members, Heather, because uh, I hear so much of this from them uh, when I visit with them and talk to them. A big shout out to you, to your team, to Ashley, to Tara, and to Kim, who's 
off to the side over here, sitting in yeah. the corner. She's, <laughs> Kim's our latest addition to our team, and she's helping produce these Facebook Live videos. And uh, so we're just so thankful for the team, uh, the, the work and effort that you guys have all put in, Nola's input, and the rest mm -hmm. of it. Um, I think it's going to be an incredibly valuable resource for our members. Um, and well, so, and again, I appreciate that. But, um, but so much of what we've done, it came as direct feedback and looking at our members that are doing this well. Mm -hmm. So um, that's... Uh, we, and and I would say on top of that, this is this is we're putting this out there, but we want your feedback. Uh, what's working? What's not working? What would you like it to include? Um, this is a starting point for us to build on. Yeah, absolutely. Likewise, with all the stuff that we've been discussing, the plan gift marketing program, this, anything else that we have out there, um, feedback is absolutely critical, um, and uh, it continues to make everything we're doing absolutely. So all remember. So um, again, thank you. Um, I don't see any specific questions on this. I'm sure questions may come up from time to time. Mm -hmm. We'll be happy to address them. If anybody does have a last minute question, feel free to add it to the, uh, the Facebook, uh, the comment section right there. We'll be happy to take it. But to give you a little preview, uh, next month we'll be turning direction back to kind of what the planners do. Um, and we're gonna be going beyond the will. And so um, oftentimes when you all refer donors to us, we go in with the assumption that we're gonna be doing primarily estate planning work, but that tip of the conversation typically turns to their lifetime giving. Um, and we'll talk through with Steve Baker, one of our attorneys who's been with us uh, for quite a long time, um, about what happens in those conversations, the topics that come up, lifetime giving, um, and the different types of vehicles that are used. And so we'll dive into what that all mm -hmm. is uh, next month in February. And I believe that's on 13th. February 13th. Correct. I should make a note of that. <laughs> uh, Rachel, um, this packet will be available towards the end of the month. That's correct. Um, and how to get it, we'll be posting it right through our member center. Right. Uh, we will uh, we will tell you in every way that we have available to tell you. So it'll be posted right here on our Facebook page. It will come out in monthly update. Make sure that you're you're opening your emails from Barnabas Foundation. Um, that's the best way to find out about new resources. Uh, but you make sure you've been able to log into the member center because all of the resources will be available through that. And that answers Randy's question that just popped up about whether or not uh, will, do the members have to specifically request this or will it be mailed out to everybody and we'll be the delivering only, it. That's through. right. The only piece that you have to specifically request is the customizable reply form that I had uh, or that I mentioned. So mm -hmm. if you would like that customized, um, once again, just to revisit what a customized re resource is, we will do that customization for you. All you have to do is ask. So when you ask us to do that reply form, we'll ask you for the logos and your colors and all those sorts of things, and then we'll send you a print-ready PDF that you could then take. You could either print in-house or take to your preferred print vendor. All, everything else will be sent to you. You don't, you don't need to let us know that you've used it, but we would love you to let us know if you're using it and how you're using it. Absolutely, and I think we'd love to see kind of versions of Absolutely. what people do with it. Because uh, it just helps to add to our breadth of knowledge and creativity here. Right. Uh, when we see what uh, other folks are doing. So, um, so again, just touched on next month's uh, Facebook Live. Look for us on February 13th, uh, where Steve Baker will join me. And then I also want to just mention again, you should have seen this in the monthly update that went out last week. Uh, March 27th is our next major training event. It will be mm -hmm. a roughly four to four and a half hour um, event again, we'll host it uh, at Prince Center in at Calvin College um, in Grand Rapids on March 27th, and we're broadcasting it to four other locations um, here in Illinois, um, Northwest Iowa, Southern California, and on the East Coast. Um, and so that information was included in a monthly update. Mm -hmm. um, this is kind of going to be a fun event. Um, yeah. We're excited about this. 
Um, we have, um, it's, it's, it's titled Next Level Fundraising, but what we really are doing is bringing a really seasoned fundraiser who's had incredible success with major donors, mm -hmm. but not just major donor annual fundraising, major donor legacy giving too. And the Corey Trenda is going to come and he's going to share his knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, and we're also going to bring in Russell James, yes. the renowned researcher from Texas Tech, right. um, who's just the epitome of knowledge when it comes to plan giving and nonprofits. Um, and so we're going to bring him into this as well. And so um, if you haven't registered for that event, uh, see if, you, if it works for your calendar. We hope you can join us at either the live site or many of the other sites because mm -hmm. um, we think it's going to be a fantastic day. Um, for, for our members. Yeah, and this event is going to be even more interactive than the last one. Uh, we've taken some feedback from the last live stream event and how to make the Q&A a little more interactive. So um, so if you're not able to make it to the main site, the, 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 host, the satellite locations are going to be a great option for you. Excellent. Excellent. And then lastly, I'll also just mention um, if any of you are going to be at CLA, uh, Christian mm -hmm. Leadership Alliance Outcome Conference in April down in Dallas, Texas, we will be there as well. Right. Um, I will mention this probably every month on the live stream just because different people watch this at different times. Um, we're presenting an all-day mm -hmm. workshop on plan giving, um, you, me, and Jim Baki. Right. Um, in addition to that, that's on Thursday that week, I do believe. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, I think it's the 18th. We'll go with that. Um, yes. And we'll also, of course, be doing our annual luncheon with mm -hmm. our members. So if you're going to be there or any of your team, whether it's fundraising or not, any other persons from your organization or tied to your organization, they're welcome to join us for lunch. Um, it's better than the box lunch that they sell you. Yes. Uh, nice little Cheaper. catered meal. Free. And it'll be free. <laughs> it'll be just a nice time of fellowship. Um, and that's all we do. So if you're going to be at CLA, please let us know, and we'd love to see you there. So, again, thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next month. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. This has been a members-only broadcast brought to you by Barnabas Foundation. Learn more about the variety of resources, tools, and training available to you by logging into the Member Center at www.barnabasfoundation.com.